Welcome to Current, a no-nonsense current event show with facts and opinions that are both educational and entertaining. Now, your host of Current, Valerie Hayes. Welcome, everybody, to the very first episode of my brand new internet radio show. So glad you could join me. I'm Valerie Hayes, your host. I'm thrilled to have you be here today. And I want you to know that Current is a show that has been created for you. I cannot tell you how many times every day I'm talking to people who are following the news. They're, they're either watching on TV, they're checking it out on their internet, maybe they've got an app. And although they know what's going on, they're confused by what's going on. They um, hear what's going on, the pundits talk about it, but they don't really give details. They tell you what happened, but not why. So it's almost impossible to develop your own opinion. It's just confusing. So today's show, well, the show was created for you, and actually each episode is created for you, the listener. The topics for each show, including our very first show today, we're selected based on listener input. We get listener input on Facebook, also on Twitter, and we also get listener input at my email address, info at ValerieHayes.com. So we solicited the audience for what they wanted us to talk about today, and that's how we came up with today's topics. First of all, we're going to be talking about the confusing presidential primary. Then we're going to talk about money and millennials. And lastly, we're going to wrap up with feel the burn because a lot of people told us they had questions about Bernie Sanders and his positions, socialist, Democrat, Democrat, socialist. I don't know. Is he a communist? Everybody seems confused. So that's what we're going to be talking about. And I want you to know that current is a kitchen table conversation where people openly share their different views, their insights, their opinions. It's not a show where there's any yelling, you know, or name calling or guests talking over each other like you've seen on TV. You know, I can only take so many political pundits and experts and, you know, news people yelling at each other back and forth before I totally have to turn the channel. Not only does it just drive me nuts that they're yelling at each other, I can't hear a word they're saying and I don't feel like I ever learn anything. So today's show is going to be um, a fun, interesting way to learn about information that you're seeing in the news, but maybe need more background on. Joining me on today's show is Dave, my producer, my trusty producer. He produced my previous show, and he's back for current, so we're so thrilled to have him. We also have my everyday expert guests. Everyday expert guests are not the typical pundits or experts because, you know, they all come with their prepared talking points, and they're not really going to say anything that's insightful. They're just going to say their sterile comments that are politically appropriate, right? So joining me today is small business owner Heather Moran, Miss America's Outstanding Teen, Allie Nault, and Bernie Sanders fan, Lisa Bennett. So it's going to be a great show and I'm super excited to hear have you with you. Oops, I forgot to mention that also here as our very, very special guest today is Mr. Bingley. Mr. Bingley is the head dog at my house, and he came in while we were doing the sound check. I have five dogs, and uh, the other four dogs agreed to leave, but uh, Mr. Bingley would not leave the studio. He insists that he's just as much an everyday expert at anyone, as anyone is. So he's going to be sitting in, and I'm sure he'll have insightful um, comments to make along the way. Well, my first guest is the proud owner of a small business called Heather Hemingway that makes beautiful 
beautiful, exquisite crystallized jewelry and accessories. She's a former pageant title holder, but she says the most important thing that she is is a wife to her wonderful husband, Jim. She is one of my very original current events update followers. Um, I started that probably about six or seven years ago. It goes out every Thursday. It's a weekly email. So it was um, obvious that I would have her on the very first broadcast of Current and invite her to be my very first guest. So please welcome to Current, Heather Moran. Hi, Heather. Valerie, thank you so much. That was so sweet. Um, and I just, you know, I love your current events updates every Thursday. I can't wait for them to arrive in my inbox every week. They're, they're awesome. And I just want to congratulate you on your new show. This is truly a fantastic thing you're doing and can really help out a lot of people. So what's interesting, Heather, and thank you for your very kind words, what's interesting is that the current events weekly update that goes out every Thursday is um, intended to help pageant contestants who are competing in your pageant, but you haven't competed for a while, Miss Heather, and you're still taking it. Why? Oh, my gosh, yeah. You're Well, you're right. I haven't competed in a while, but I still can't wait for uh, Thursday to arrive to get your updates because... You know, we as women or just everybody in general, we just want to keep up on what's going on in the world. And I'm just so busy with my day in and day out uh, small business that um, sometimes I just don't even have the time to check the news. So um, when when I see your your news arrive every week, it just really allows me to get an understanding of what happened this past week. That's that was important. And of course, um as an individual, I just want to do my best and keep up with what's going on in the world. I think it is hard to keep up um, on current events. It is. Especially when you're, you know, juggling business, career, school, personal life, all those kinds of things. It can be very, very challenging. Yes. Um, and that's what today's show uh, is hoping to address, is to help people really understand more in depth some of the issues that's going on. And one of the things that most people are confused about or thinking about right now, Heather, is the presidential primary and caucus process. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you agree that that's something everyone's wondering about? Oh, my gosh, yes. Um, I couldn't agree more. Um, and I know your Mr. Bingley agrees, and my Lulu is right here also. So we both have that in common as we speak. So we are, yes, we're in a very important year. It's going to be an iconic presidential election this year. It really is going to be, I think, not only are there important social issues that are being discussed, like the continuation of Obamacare, the potential closing of Guantanamo Bay, but there's also now a Supreme Court justice position open with the unfortunate death of Antonin Scalia. And Mm -hmm. so, um, you know, this president may or may not have an opportunity to leave a lasting legacy on the Supreme Court by, um, yeah, nominating uh, a justice to the court. So let's go ahead and jump in and talk about where we're at right now in the presidential election. What is one thing that you think people find confusing that's going on right now in the election process? Well, um, and here's the thing, and, you know, I don't want to sound snooty or anything, but I do feel that I'm somewhat of an intelligent woman, and yet I think to myself, oh, my gosh, what the heck is a caucus anyway, and why doesn't every state 
have the pleasure of having one. And um, I guess I understand that Iowa was the first state in our country to have voting rights, but um, so I, I completely get why they're special. But here in New Jersey, where I live, I feel that we're special too. So why don't we have one? Um, and then what's right. the the true definition behind a primary? So it just gets really confusing. And um, um, with this year being so different, um, we're already halfway through the first month of um, the election process. And um, so I just get really confused. And I have a feeling that other people do, too. I totally agree. And let's jump right in on that because I think yeah. a lot of people are confused about what a caucus is. A hmm. caucus was the very first original method back in the day, you know, when we were forming up as a country. Mm-hmm. It was the original method for, for, for communities or states and eventually the nation to select candidates. So, uh, areas of the state were divided up into precincts and each precinct would have a caucus and the Republicans would have a caucus. Of course, they weren't called Republicans back in the day, that the Republicans would have a caucus and the Democrats would have their caucus. And a caucus really just means a meeting where um, voters come together. You have to be an eligible voter. Voters come together to discuss the issues that are being considered on the ballot. You know, are we going to try to repeal and uh, replace Obamacare? Uh, do we want to make changes to uh, abortion clinic laws? Those kinds of things. But they also nominate delegates. And delegates then go to the state level, right? Yes, right. And mm-hmm. nominate the candidates for the state level. And then state delegates go to the national level and so on and so forth. So right now, there are three different types of caucuses. And we've all seen these three different types of uh, caucuses on TV, which is maybe why it's a little confusing. I think the, so, right. Yeah, the first kind is where a candidate or representative gets, you know, it's all in a meeting room. All the voters come. They sit down. You know, they're listening to um, in this case, it's a Republican caucus. This style, the a, the candidate or a representative of the candidate gets up, gives a presentation. All of the candidates or representatives give a presentation, and then at the end of the presentation, the voters vote by secret ballot. So it's a secret way of casting your vote. Very mm-hmm. simple. Gives everybody a chance to learn a little bit of the, about the candidate and move on. The second way um, that we see a, a caucus uh, and and we saw this in Iowa. The second way that we might see a caucus is attendees enter the meeting room or conference room mm-hmm. and they sit in various areas or sections of the room. So maybe everybody for Hillary Clinton sits on the left and everybody for Bernie Sanders sits on the right. And the yes. people who are, yeah, you saw that, right? And the yeah, people I remember who were undecided, that. Yeah, the undecided people sit in the middle, right? And the goal is to get the most people sitting on your side. So the, yes. the Hillary Clinton people on one side will you know, discuss, we hope it's not y'all, discuss with the people in the middle why they should come over to Hillary and the Bernie Sanders people, you know, discuss why they should go over to Bernie. And at the end of the evening, whoever has the most people on one side or the other is the winner of that caucus and gets those delegates. So that's what we all saw going on in Iowa, which was very interesting. And it most, is. yeah, and most recently we saw the Republican, um, the Republican caucus in Nevada, the right. um, Democratic caucus in Nevada is coming up this weekend. But we recently saw the Republican caucus in Nevada, which was, of course, completely different. 
Where, completely right. Right. Uh, Just yeah. to keep us on our toes. We have to be oh, kept right. on our toes at all times. <laughs> Nothing yes. can be too easy. No, God <laughs> forbid the election should be easy for voters. Right. Um, right. So people come into the large area, large meeting room, and there are small tables, sometimes round, sometimes rectangular. There are small tables where you can sit, you can sit and discuss the different candidates with people you don't even know why anyone thinks that's a good idea. I have absolutely no clue. Yeah. No clue whatsoever. (laughs) I don't either. Like, that's always what I want to do, right? Right. Right. (laughs) But you can sit down at the table and talk about the different candidates and go vote. Then you cast a secret ballot, right? Or you can come into the meeting room and let's pretend you already know you're going to vote for Heather Moran and Mm. you can't, no, yeah. And you just skip the tables and go right up. So that is a secret ballot. So the Republican caucus in Iowa and the Republican caucus in Nevada, um, there's discussion but secret ballot. And the Democratic caucus in Iowa, which you all saw on TV, that was not a secret ballot. So that's where people, you know, can see who you're voting for, right? Right, right. Mm -hmm. So those are the different types of caucuses. And it was the original method and was really the preferred method of most precincts and states until about the early 1900s, Smith Heather. And then, yeah, mm -hmm. that's interesting. And then in the early 1900s, primaries were introduced and here's why what they found had developed over that period of history those period of you know what like 120 years um was that that uh the caucuses were being run by political bosses these were the political heavyweights in the community and they would do favors one for the other right so when the caucuses came up the bosses would kind of stand up and say, okay, this is who we're all voting for. And if you wanted to get favor from the political boss, you kind of had to go along, right? Right. Mm, and that's uh-huh. what we've all heard about is, is uh-huh. the, so, so primaries were developed. There's two types of primaries, a closed primary. A closed primary is where you vote for the party that you're actually registered for, Republican, Democrat, mm-hmm. um, or an open primary is where you can vote for uh, either party, right? You you can't. Right. So even if you so let's pretend you voted Democrat last time and you want to vote in the Republican Party this time, that's totally fine. But you can only vote in one primary. You can't do a Democrat and Republican Party and, the same yeah. time. Okay. Yes, and, that makes sense. So do you think, Heather, that people are also confused about what a delegate and a superdelegate is? Oh, my gosh, yes. <laughs> yeah, I know I am. <laughs> yeah, it does get confusing. Well, it basically, does. it does. It totally gets confusing. Um, so delegates are selected based on the number of people who, you know, vote for you in mm-hmm. the primary or in the caucus. And mm-hmm. some states are winner take all. Right. And some stakes are proportional. So let's say that in Texas, for example, there were 10 delegates available and three candidates. And let's pretend that 60 percent of the people supported candidate Sally and 20 percent supported candidate Doe. Mm-hmm. And another 20 support, supported your adorable little doggy, Lulu, right? Oh, yes. Yes, because who wouldn't uh, vote for Lulu? Right. So <laughs> there's 10 delegates, and there's 60% who voted for Sally, 20% who voted for Joe, and 20% who, soded, who voted for Lulu. That means Sally gets six delegates, Joe gets, um, Joe gets two, and Lulu gets two as well. Mm-hmm. And 
the Democratic Party has their all representational representative or proportional methods. So they do that splitting up of the vote depending on how many people vote for you. Some um, some states, uh, like I think Ohio is a winner-take-all primary, the Republican primary in Ohio. So even if just one vote separates the person in first place from the person in second place, the winner gets all 55 of Ohio's delegate votes. So that oh. is really beneficial. Yes. Now, a superdelegate, I'm absolutely certain you've been hearing all about a superdelegate on the yeah, news. Of course, Be- yes. Yes, because superdelegates are really important for Hillary Clinton and Bernie Sanders. Mm. Superdelegates only repl- apply to the Democratic nomination process. Uh, a super- okay. That makes sense. Yeah, so in the Democratic nomination process, people go and vote, and then delegates get selected based on the number of people who vote for candidate. But a superdelegate is someone who has been determined by the Democratic National Convention to be a leader or an important individual within the Democratic National Committee, right? Mm, It includes party leaders, elected officials, all the Democratic members of the House and Senate, and all sitting Democratic governors. And here's what's interesting to note. Democratic superdelegates are free to support any candidate for the nomination. So even if all of the people in um, New Hampshire, for example, voted for Bernie Sanders, which they did, uh, mm-hmm. if you were a superdelegate from New Hampshire, you could still totally put your superdelegate support behind Hillary Clinton. Mm-hmm. So that's why for the Democratic nomination process, um, the superdelegate situation is super duper important. Important. Yeah, I can see that. And, yeah. and that makes a lot better sense after so, you just explained that. Right. So right now in the delegate count, it's kind of fun. Um, for the Republican nomination, you need a little over 1,200 to win the nomination, 1,237 to be exact. Trump mm-hmm. right now has 82. So as you can see, we're just like totally in the early stages. Cruz yes. has 17. Rubio oh. has 16 and Kasich, and you'll be really cool people, listener friends, if you mm-hmm. say Kasich instead of Kasich, <laughs> although uh, it looks right. like it's spelled Kasich, it's pronounced <laughs> Kasich. So he but has it's a six. T. It is. Kasich, mm-hmm. well like a K, Kasich. K, yeah. Right. And Carson has four. And then the Democratic mm-hmm. nominations, um, here's what's interesting is Clinton has, oh, she has, has 505. Oh gosh, really? Right. Now 80% of those are superdelegates. And then oh. Sanders, yeah, Sanders has 71. But here's the most important thing about superdelegates. Even though they might commit to you now, like the superdelegates might be committed to Hillary Sanders now, they can change their mind before they get to the national nominating convention. Um, so it's, which is, I think for the Democrats, it's the end of the July in Philadelphia. July. I saw that. Yes, it is in Philly this year. Mm-hmm. Right. And the Republican convention is, I think, the week previous in Cleveland. Cleveland. So, yeah, that's really exciting. Well, I hope that helps you understand more about yeah. where we're at in the caucus and the primary process, Heather. It does consider, really, really um, it really helped me out a lot, Valerie. Thank you so much. And I, I hope it helped your viewers uh, or listeners, actually, as well. <laughs> Yeah, well, I'm sure it helped everybody, including Mr. Beanley and Lulu. That's right. That's right. They're more knowledgeable at this point. That's right. Well, that's it for our conversation about the confusing primary and caucus process. We're going to take a short break, but I'll be right back with Ollie Nault, Miss America's Outstanding Teen, to discuss money, millennials, and the election. So stay tuned, and we'll be right back here on Current. 
Are you entering your first pageant and feeling a little nervous about the pageant interview? Or are you an experienced contestant but feel that your pageant interview scores don't reflect your true abilities? Do you want to develop a winning pageant interview that reflects your personal style and puts you over the top? I'm Valerie Hayes, and I'm an award-winning pageant coach who has a proven track record of coaching contestants and developing the public speaking skills necessary to impress the judges. I've created a variety of options just for you, including DIY Coach Yourself at Home materials, teleseminars, workshops, and VIP private coaching to help you develop your winning pageant interview. You'll learn the techniques that professional speakers, spokesmodels, and even politicians and press secretaries use to come across as confident and informed every time. Plus, I'll teach you how to handle trick questions and to seed the interview so that you get questions that highlight you as the obvious choice for the title. So visit my website, ValerieHayes.com, and click on the VIP Coaching tab today, and we'll get started on working towards your crowning moment. Are you looking for couture jewelry to create your winning look? Internationally known pageant jewelry designer Stephanie Summers has been creating crowning looks for elite contestants across all the major pageant systems for over a decade. Whether you select a custom piece of jewelry handcrafted to match your wardrobe exactly, or you wear something special from Stephanie's new affordably priced trifles collection, you'll stand out as a contestant who's ready to wear the crown. Why spend all that money on a great gown and then wear run-of-the-mill jewelry? Visit www.stephaniesummers.com today and let her create the jewelry of your dreams. Did you know that your pageant paperwork is the secret to impressing the judges before you even walk into the interview room? It's true. Your pageant paperwork really is the foundation of your pageant interview. With my Rock Your Contestant Bio DIY coaching resource, you'll learn to avoid the most common paperwork mistakes and establish yourself as a leading choice for the title. Just visit my website today at www.valeriehayes.com and click on the Rock Your Bio tab. A great contestant bio is the first step towards your crowning moment. Hollywood Fashion Tape, the star's secret to looking perfectly put together, is also the favorite fashion solution company for the pageant world. The creators of the original hypoallergenic double-stick tape used to prevent wardrobe malfunctions, Hollywood Fashion Tape also offers a wide assortment of clever, problem-solving products designed to give you a competitive edge on stage or off. From our guaranteed no-show concealers to our never-fail breast lift tape, we've got you covered. Visit HollywoodFashionTape.com and see how you can have the same confidence the stars have when walking your red carpet. 